Hello, 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 and welcome back to your Nerd of God cast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture will sit side by side in a 1950s-themed drive-in diner with one milkshake, two straws. That's right, we are getting together tonight with all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be exploring the nuances of faith, fandom, and we're going to be playing a game tonight, which is kind of fun, uh, as our topic is the hard decision. You know, there's so many different choices that we make in life. Um, do Do I stay up for an extra hour watching this Netflix show? When I should have been in bed, and the sun is actually coming up, and here we are still watching. <laughs> so, uh, life is filled with tough choices, and uh, and it is hard for me to choose not to introduce you to some of my very favorite people. She is salty, she is sweet, and she is conveniently pocket sized. Here to be your window to the magic, will you welcome Jackie Freakin Wilson? I don't know if I should be deeply offended that you chose. All women for an episode about decision making. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, you, uh, you, you're yeah. in hot water, Talavera. No, you know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, if this is anything like the uh, time I spend with the other women in my life, uh, we may have a great podcast, but we will never be able to decide what we want to eat afterwards. Nope. <laughs> Facts. Uh, moving around the table, she is uh, here to learn. But the greatest lesson that she's going to pick up is the friendships she makes along the way. Would you please welcome maybe one of my favorite human beings on the entire planet, the incomparable Charlotte the Intern. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. I don't know what like deep voice just yeah. came out of my mouth. There is no Charlotte here, only Zool. <laughs> And uh, just because t- tonight we're shaking things up here in the multiverse and everything is a little bit unconventional, uh, we are bringing a new friend to introduce you guys to. Ooh. And this is this is a cool kid, man. And I can't wait for you guys to, to get to meet her a little bit and spend some time with her. Uh, I don't even know that I have a proper introduction for her, but um, let's just see. If we, if we were going to describe her, give me a word to describe uh, Liz here. She is... Sunny. She is sunny. She is funny. And if you cross her, then you done, see? Welcome to the Nerd Godcast, uh, our friend, Liz. Yo, yo, yo. And to add on to that, I like my eggs runny. Yay! <laughs> we can go to IHOP together. Oh, yeah. Bam. We decided Bam. on food decision. Food decision. Oh, my decided. goodness. You know what? Glass ceiling, gone. <laughs> We're a unique group of women. Shattered. Shattered. We are, we are, see, it's a great night of progress tonight. Over in the booth, pushing all of the buckets, uh, the buttons that keep this bucket of bolts flying, <laughs> and uh, bringing just another schmeckin' of testosterone to this, uh, this very interesting concoction tonight. Uh, let's welcome our own resident smart guy. He is Nick. The engineer. Hello. There he is. <laughs> I love the intro. I love it. And of course, uh, really rounding this party out is you. We would love to connect with you as we have this conversation tonight, as we talk about the tough decisions that life brings us. Let us know what you are deciding on and uh, weigh in. The best way for you to do that is connect with us across all the social medias. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, not to mention TikTok at Nerd of Godcast. Basically, anywhere that you can social, we're probably hanging out there. Uh, Uh, If you really want to connect with us, you can jump over to our Facebook small group. That is the Nerd of God Squad. Just type in Nerd of God Squad on Facebook or go to nogsquad.com. It'll leapfrog you straight there. And you can check out nerdofgodcast.com where you can get all of your cool official Nerd of Godcast merchandise and uh, read a bunch of blog posts that we wrote in 2018. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds fairly accurate. (laughs) I would love nothing more than to read. 
2018 blog post. You know what? It was a, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> it seems like it was a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we are glad that you're here. Liz, thank you and welcome to the podcast. Yay. Welcome, Liz. Yay. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. You are here and uh, we uh, we have no eggs to offer you, runny or otherwise. <laughs> uh, but uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Liz. Oh God, that question always gets me so nervous. You suddenly Doesn't forget it? everything like, yeah. about yourself ever. And then I start thinking, who am I? <laughs> who who, <laughs> who is even Liz? am I? I just asked you a question. She's <laughs> having an existential crisis <laughs> right off the bat. Okay, Liz, what's your favorite color? Uh, my favorite color is blue. Yes. What's your favorite pizza topping? Cheese. Honestly, oh, I don't like super me. solid. Like, I don't actually. like. Huh? No, I just said solid. Oh. <laughs> I like cheese too. Jackie I approves. love cheese. I approve. Uh, well, all right, now we've come to a consensus. Solid cheese is not Solid bad. <laughs> Melted cheese even better. Solid cheese is. It was the. Uh, it was one of the failed uh, pitches uh, for the Metal Gear game. It was like, who's our who's our hero going to be? His name's going to be Solid Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> if he was Swiss, he'd be full of holes. <laughs> uh, and then his brother's liquid cheese, and it's going to be a. It was a whole thing. Then you got nacho cheese. Not, uh, <laughs> That's nacho cheese. <laughs> nacho cheese. Uh, yeah, then they were going to cast Brie Larson in the movie. Because <laughs> Brie, Brie is also a kind of cheese. Mm. Yep. I hate it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liz, how, uh, tell, tell, uh, this is one of my favorite stories. Tell us how we met each other. Do you want to hear You want to hear my version? Ooh. Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Oh, gosh. So here I am. Boom. 2021. August. The year was 2021. And I'm at Megacon mm -hmm. with some friends. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was towards the end of the day. Okay. And we had one hour left. And my friends were like, we're, we're all going to split up. Remember that guy I was Anyways, so I <laughs> <laughs> remember that guy I was with. Anyways, so I was with my friend. His name is Ed. And all my friends were like, hey, guys, we're going to meet by the parking garage you know, at one, one hour, you know, do whatever you want for the rest of the hour, but we're going to leave soon. I'm, I'm like, okay. The whole entire day, something in me was like, we ha we cannot leave until we go to aisle 800. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Megacon, but there are different aisles between 1 and 10. It's just mm -hmm. uh, 100 to 1,000. It's just aisles 1 through 10. Yeah, and big yeah. convention center. The aisles are there for it your convenience. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, Ed. We cannot leave this place until we go to our Was his name really Ed? Ed, yeah. Hmm. Well, Eduardo. Eduardo, okay. Eduardo. I say, I don't know that I've ever met an Ed that wasn't like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> so... He's like, why do you want to go to IO 800? I was like, I have no idea. We just have to. Okay, cool. So I get distracted most of the time. And then we're finally turning the corner to go to, go to IO 800. And I see a booth. And I don't know if you guys know those like half mannequins, the ones mm -hmm. that just display shirts. Yeah. The first thing I see is Jesus Loves You 3000. Yeah. And then I go to the booth and I'm looking and there's a bunch of like superhero references that also have like Jesus tied into it. And I see this lovely man right here. Uh, that's me. I'm the lovely <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm like gesturing. The audio gesture. <laughs> and I go up to him and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love Jesus too. That's exactly <laughs> what she said. <laughs> I'm quoting verbatim. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love Jesus too. And he's like, no way. So we start talking and I don't know how we got into the conversation, but he was like, do you wanna I, I said where are you so we we talked for a little while and I said where are you from and she said Orlando I said oh so you're right here from Orlando and then she like apologized like she like no actually I'm from Longwood no 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 oh, tell no. him what I said what did you, what did you uh, Altamonte I said <laughs> I said well right now I'm I'm moving to Altamonte Springs yeah. but right now I live in Longwood the moment I said Longwood, I he, said, oh, darling, we need to talk. <laughs> yes. He was like, oh, my gosh. There's I'm, a church. He, yeah. He's like, I'm, oh, my gosh, I am opening up a church in Longwood. And I was like, no way. And at the time, I was attending a church, but I was already feeling like, mm, you know that feel? I don't know if you guys ever felt that feeling yeah. before. And I'm like, man, I just need something different. So, and I meet this guy. This guy, that being me. I'm still, I'm still the guy. <laughs> still the guy. <laughs> Same guy. So then he's like, I tell him I go to uh, a different church. And he's like, listen, I normally don't do this, but here's my card. I want you to come to my church. I Which is totally a line that a, that a, a sleazy older guy would give to a young girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Not at all. I never do this, but... <laughs> 
But I'm starting a church and we need to talk. <laughs> Ladies, if that ever happens, that's that's a red flag. Yeah, run away. This is not. <laughs> I mean, I legitimately was, but for the most part, stranger danger, you know? Well, I felt confident. I felt good. So he gave me his number and we start texting and I'm like, oh my, did I remember the text message I t- sent you? Yeah. You, you said that you, there was a word that you, you used <laughs> about how it was like a, it was a, a really good feeling. And what was the, what was the exact word that you chose? I said, what a coinkydink. Coinkydink. <laughs> <laughs> Over text. I <laughs> love that. So, so yeah. uh, and again, the, the the text message, you know, we, we, we set up a time. I said, hey, I'd love to, you know, hear your story, find out a little bit about, you know, what where you're all about. So we, um, Julia and I from uh, Nerdy Godcast here, we went and took her to an ice cream shop. We went and had an ice cream. She shared her testimony with us, and it was just um, a really great interaction. You know, you just kind of, you, you, when you feel like you have a click with somebody. Uh, so we clicked, and she said, I'm really interested, and she has been with us since day one at our church. And makes us, uh, we're a better place because Liz is part of it. And we love her so much. Thank yes. you. I don't regret anything. I love it here. Awesome. And we are glad to have you here. And we're glad to have you on the podcast tonight. Yay! Helping us out and keeping this conversation going. So uh, everybody, welcome Liz. Yay! Welcome, welcome. Liz is just a great example of the relationships that we make at Megacon every year, by the way. So we would love for you to be praying with us. We're going to be headed back to Megacon in just about a month's time, a little Whoop. over a month. And uh, we want, we'd love for you to be part of our team. The best way that you can do that is the first and foremost praying for us. It doesn't cost you anything, and it's the most powerful thing you can do. Uh, you can also be part of the financial blessing. We have uh, the opportunity for you to um, either provide a meal for the team that day, uh, to provide some of the resources, the print materials, uh, even the t-shirts shirts and things like that that we have that we uh, we give out and we we provide to people um, and and just some of the other the other expenses uh, we are blessed that somebody covered all of our uh, registration fees for megacon so that is a yes, huge huge thing but um but Liz is it just not to you know be dragging her out and putting a spotlight on her she's just a great example of of one of the awesome and enduring relationships that form at events like this and we're believing God for even more this year so please be a part of that you can find out more information um, on any of our media stuff or at patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. You can also give uh, financially by going to our store at nerdofgodcast.com. Scroll past all the merchandise stuff and there is a little button on the bottom that lets you make a donation. Any little bit helps. So please help us out. Uh, Liz, one of the first things that we do here just to kind of break the ice and get to know each other a little bit better is we will open up with a quick question. And uh, tonight, sponsored by one of our Patreon uh, partners, one of our Patreon family, I forgot to write down who, so I don't know who, who brought this question to us tonight, but one of our patrons did this as we uh, open up with a question of If We Were. Character from a movie or a video game A famous flying ace from somewhere deep in space It's time to find out from the hisses and hers We're gonna play a game called If We Were Do you guys like going to bookstores? Yes, yeah, I love. do. I remember back in the day when malls were a thing. <laughs> the Fashion Square Mall was a thing. Oh my gosh. Rest we, in pieces. We used to go to the mall and they would always have bookstores in the mall and I loved going into bookstores. Then that, that kind of shifted away from malls and you'd have the bigger places like Borders mm-hmm. and Barnes and Noble, those kind of places. I, I love going into bookstores. Strangely enough, can't stand libraries. Libraries creep me right out. Don't know what the difference is. Bookstores just have a really fun atmosphere. Yeah, maybe that's what it's it is. It's all new and fresh. Yeah. Mm. So the question that has been brought to us tonight by one of our Patreon fam is, if you were a section in the bookstore, what Ooh. section would you be? And I'm going to rule out right now, up the front, you can't be the coffee shop. Lame. <laughs> yeah. You know that's that exactly where that I was, was going. <laughs> <laughs> so no coffee shop, but if you were a, a section in the bookstore, what section would you be? And we're all in this too, Nick, so start getting your answer ready. Jackie, what do you got? I would be the craft and hobbies section. Okay. Because I am an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I like to sew. I like to crochet. When I go to Barnes & Noble, that's usually the section that I end up going to is to check out, like, oh, what kind of new hobby can I hyperfixate on now? <laughs> <laughs> I have knitting needles for days. I do. Yeah, I, I will do that, too. I will I will hyperfixate, especially on craft things. Mm-hmm. Like, a couple months ago, I got really obsessed with, I'm going to be a sculptor. I'm going to yeah. sculpt. Yes. And I bought all of this clay and all of these tools and all of this stuff, and I sculpted for, like, two days and and then I'm like, eh. and mm-hmm. that was that was the end of that. Yep. But you, you always say that when you talk about knitting and stuff. You're like, because I'm an old lady. Yes. But 
there are that's really becoming popular with young it people. It is. I'll go into like Joanne Fabrics or mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby and you see a lot of young people. Is it just is it therapy? I mean, is it like it's, it's like I definitely that it's think very so. relaxing. Yeah. And, you, and you know what? I've heard that people started picking that up like during quarantine. Yeah. Yep. That yep. too. For because me, something to do. like I am a very kinesthetic learner mm. and I am like fairly certain now that I'm getting older and like learning a little bit more about it that I might actually have ADHD because like doing something with my hands when I was in class would actually help me focus more because I couldn't just sit still. So like crochet was a big thing for me. I even started like doing embroidery and stuff like that. My grandma would call her unfinished projects, UFOs, unfinished objects. Mm. And I have quite a few of those because just- oh, that's so She crazy. got more UFOs than Roswell, y'all. <laughs> more, more UFOs than Area 51. Uh-huh. Um, so like I just kind of bounce around between projects. Like I have a few different things. Like I'm making a- little stuffed dinosaur for baby Jacob. Nice. That I haven't finished yet. It's been like a month, but I actually worked on it a bit today. So that's all right. He's too young to know if you get it, (laughs) try to get it to him before he's three. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think I'll be good. Very, very cool. (laughs) So what section of the store would you be Charlotte, the intern? Um, so I would probably be the children's section. Oh, Oh, okay. I love kids books so Mm. much. So let's talk about the children's section in a bookstore. It's a magical place. Oh, yes. It is. They have like big fake trees and like little benches you can sit it's on. It's amazing no matter how old you are. They Absolutely. have all the good stuff over True. there. Yeah, yeah. So what are what are some of your favorite children's books series? Ooh, series. Or Let's or see. or books. Like if you're if you're going in there like what's a what's a book that every child should have on their shelf? Nana upstairs, Nana downstairs. Okay, I've never, never heard of, heard such. of that in my life. Oh, my goodness, it it will make you cry. To me, I it's keep I keep my banana I keep my bananas in the kitchen, but <laughs> Nana. Oh, Nana. Nana. Oh, not as banana. In grandmother. Okay, gotcha. Nana gotcha. upstairs, Nana downstairs. It's my, this really sweet story. About... My grandma's dead. So okay, well, whoa. Okay, so it's a really sharp sweet turn. Story sharp turn about this little boy who lives with his two grandmothers, okay. and one of them lives upstairs and she has long beautiful hair and he likes to play with it and pull it up in a bun and it's beautiful and nice. then he has nana downstairs nana upstairs is handicapped i believe oh. nana downstairs that's mean to put the handicapped one up the, the stairs <laughs> does the cooking and it's just a really pretty story it's really cute oh. i've always loved that book okay that's, that's sweet, sweet. Yeah. do you guys have a kid's book that you love while we're talking about kids books the giving tree Forget it now, dude. <laughs> Forget it. So for my mom's my mom's fiftieth birthday, we bought her this really beautiful gold necklace that had a tree on it and each of like the birthstones of, of her kids. Yeah. And uh, we were at a at her party and I got up and I read the giving tree and I told the story about why it means so much to us because to us our mother has always been the giving tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so, so sweet. Every time I think of that, like that's um you know, that that's it always reminds me of my mom. She read that book to me when oh. I was a little kid. I love it. I celebrate Shel Silverstein's entire catalog. Yes. Jackie, you got a favorite kid's book? I mean, the first one that comes to mind is really stupid, but I remember being super proud of myself because I memorized it. Mm. It was Chicka Chicka Boom Boom. Girl, <laughs> you yes. memorized Chicka Chicka Boom Boom? I memorized it as a child because I thought, like, while reading it, I could, like, hear the, like, rhythm of the words yes. and, like, really how they were writing it. And so <laughs> just me being a little kid, I hyper fixated. And I was like, I want to memorize this whole book. <laughs> Chicka chicka boom boom. A hidden bastion of iambic pentameter. Yes. (laughs) I loved it. a book called Henny Penny. Mm. And reading that book, I read that book to my little cousin one time. Mm -hmm. I will never read that book out loud again. It is, it's a great book. Mm -hmm. It's so cute. But it's like a tongue twister book. So as you're reading it, you're just like, oh my gosh, what's happening right now? And you're just like vomiting words and none of them are right. (laughs) But it's a great, I suggest that everybody read it once out loud and just laugh at yourself. It's Mm -hmm. really great. When my sisters were little, they had a a book that was based on the characters from Song of the South from Disney, which is the banned Disney movie. Right. right? So I I feel (laughs) like before this story's over, I'm going to be a little bit racist and not not mean to be. I have also, I also had a book that was. And the whole book, it was the story, it it was called Uncle Remus Tales and it was Uncle Remus was the, the old uh, the old African man who would tell the little white children on the plantation stories about the animal creatures like Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear. And, but the, the stories, there, and it was a series of short stories in the book, were all written in sort of that um, very uh, broken southern slave-style English. Mm-hmm. So lots of dim, den they went over dare, 
to you know and by and by she said oh laws of massey you know like it was like yeah. written in that so so in reading it to my sisters i would have to read those things and they thought that was very hilarious watching like a middle school me struggle through uncle remus's vernacular that almost reminds me of their eyes were watching god because they had a similar thing inside that book where they would kind of write it out the way that like it would be spoken it's right. pretty cool yeah yeah it is it was really cool my favorite kids book is the sesame street little golden book there's a monster at the end of this book with grover <gasps> i think i i think i know what book you're talking about it's wonderful and everybody should own it i don't care how old you are grover does not want you to turn the page because he read the title of the book is there's a monster at the end of this book and every time you turn the page we're getting closer to that monster mm-hmm. and grover is in a absolute panic and every time you turn the page he's like stop turning the page there is a monster at the end of this book and, he, and he's like he's gonna <laughs> nail shut the next page so you can't get it and you open it up and all the boards are broken and everything is a big cloud of dust he's like you are very strong and then, they, <laughs> then he, so he bricks up the next page so you can't open it and then you open it he's like maybe you do not understand there is a monster at the end and then you get to the end of the book and I don't want to spoil it but you know. don't spoil it don't okay. spoil it there's <laughs> a monster <laughs> at the end of the book there is in fact as it turns out a monster at the end of the book but it has a very M. Night Shyamalan-esque twist Ooh. oh gosh so okay. it was bad yeah. uh, <laughs> Nick you have a, a son now you're going to have to read to him eventually. Do you have any children's books you plan on reading to your your boy? Uh, While he's patiently waiting for a dinosaur to be knit for him? (laughs) What about that Parks and Rec book I got him? Oh yeah, that's that's a good. Parks and Rec for kids. Yes. Johnny Karate. It was really cute. Well, we would love to know what part of the book. Wait, did you do you answer Liz? I want to change my answer. Did did you answer? For what? Did you, did you answer what part of the bookstore you're in? I think we just got no. tripped no, up didn't. on Char- we got tripped no. up on Charlotte's chi- children's no, book section. We, we were all talking together. I think, <laughs> yeah. that's, I think that's why we Liz, got confused. Yeah. Liz, what section of the bookstore would you be? Before I answer that, can I change my my favorite children's book? <laughs> yes. <laughs> why, why not? Because I was just thinking. I'm like, wait a minute. No, there's a book that I used to read when I was little all the time, and I almost I memorized it. And it was called El Lobo, which means the wolf. The wolf, yeah. Ooh. It was literally about this little girl mm-hmm. who her her mom, I guess, forgot to close the closet door and a piece of like jacket was hanging out. Oh, no. And she started to imagine mm-hmm. that it was a wolf. Oh. That's amazing. Yeah. Hmm. And it's a Spanish book and it was yeah. It would have to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> El Lobo. El Lobo. I like the, the sequel, El Chupacabra. Gargoles. But what was the question? Uh, what section of the bookstore would you be? I would be the section about thriller. Thriller. Ooh. Yes. Okay. So like like the suspenseful, scary horror books? Like yes. The Michael Jackson section? Yeah. Yeah. The Michael Jackson. That's, <laughs> That's exactly where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So you like scary stuff. I love scary movies mm. and scary books and That's stuff like no- that. That's a negative. I used negative to. Negative Ghost Rider. I grew mm-hmm. up wa- um, reading the Goosebumps books. Yes. Those stress me out so much. Oh, my God. <gasps> my mom. Goosebumps books were so good. So good. My mom bought me every single book. No, nope, that's how demons get into you. Nope, no, nope, that's <laughs> a hard pass, man. They got that talking ventriloquist dummy and whatnot. I don't want, I don't want no part of that. Oh my gosh, yeah, just gonna eat about. that thing into the fire. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is no. Uh, and Nick, if you were a, a section of the bookstore, what would you be? Probably the uh, the how to section or like the tech manual. There you go. There you go. That's there you that's go. Solid. Yeah. Yep. No. No question there. <laughs> no explanation needed. Nope. nope. Um, Agreed. Pretty much. Uh, I, if, if I had to be a book, I, if, if I was in the bookstore, I would like to be the board game section, but I, I know that's not really technically a book <laughs> section. But I always like the humor section in the bookstore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I would always go over and find, like, the little, uh, like, cartoon books and stuff like that, or the, the Dave Barry things. I mean, just simple, fun, you know, humor things. I love mm-hmm. reading comedy books and uh, comedian stories and stuff like that, kind of fun stuff. So uh, let us know out there what section of the bookstore you would be. And if this was your question, Patreon fam, please forgive me for not writing down your name. So. So uh, full credit to you. The Lord knows, and that's the most important thing. <laughs> and uh, remember, it doesn't matter what section of the bookstore you are, as long as your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been If We Were. We're going to pause in just a minute. We'll be right back with Best Thing Ever and a fun game about making tough choices. We'll be right back on your Nerd of Godcast. <laughs> Now it's time for Silly Jokes with Julia, the part of the show where Julia comes out and tells a silly joke. What do you call an arrogant criminal walking down the stairs? A condescending condescending. 
<laughs> this has been Silly Jokes with Julia. Join us next time when Julia says... Why was the scarecrow given a promotion? Because he was outstanding in his field. All right, and we are, and we are back. <laughs> uh, and it's time, you guys, for tonight's best thing, thing ever. <laughs> this season, we are doing uh, the best vehicles ever, best ride ever. And um, tonight, what was on our what was on our docket this week, Jackie? Well, we had the spider buggy. From oh yeah, last okay, week's episode. Okay. I love the spider buggy. Yeah. No insurance required, apparently. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. No web shooters required. No web shooters required. Um, but this poor buggy went up against the tumbler oh, from Batman Begins. Yeah. Didn't stand a chance. It's hard to beat a Batmobile. And while we were talking about this earlier today, we delved back into the recesses of our brain for anyone who remembers grade school riding on our knuckles. This and then drawing a bug on one hand and a splat on the other, and I'm just gonna do this for you. Wait, what is this thing that you're doing? So it's this is Buggy. Buggy says hi. This is Buggy when the tumbler goes by. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm guessing guessing the spider buggy did not win. It did not. Did it it do well, at least in the votes? It had zero votes, my friend. That buggy was squished. No. It was certainly Sorry, spider buggy. Oh, that sucks. That's okay. I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. (laughs) It's all right, spider buggy. I didn't get any votes this week either. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Okay, all right. Well, f- fair enough. The Batmobile moves on. So, what do we have? What do we have this week on our uh, uh, on our list? So we have the DeLorean from Back to the Future versus the Mystery Machine from Scooby Doo. Ooh, that's a good fight. Is it a good fight? Listen, okay. I'd f- I'm. I mean, Mystery Machine, hands down for me. Really? Yeah, hands okay. down. Scooby Doo, you when you grow up with Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo is the jam. Yes, hundred percent. Now, to be fair, I mean, you know, the Mystery Machine got to hang out with Batman and Robin. The Mystery mm-hmm. Machine. So, it, does it does it like by by extension get Batmobile credit? Maybe uh, it hung out with the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> with, with with Mama Cass, I mean, I don't know. I guess you know the, the Scooby Doo has has some street cred. Yeah, but but I, dude, the DeLorean is the DeLorean. Are we bringing the DeLorean with time traveling? No, powers? no, no time travel then powers. No. This is just a standalone DeLorean. It's a two seater. The mystery machine. <laughs> it is okay. All right, you make a compelling argument, Liz. Do you know what these things are? I know the mystery machine. You don't know the DeLorean from Back to the Future. I we oh wait, that, that, that the car right yeah. with yeah. the raised up like. Doors. Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you How can... is this a competition? Okay, so you just stated it. It might be a generation. It's a thing. big I think it's Well, okay. I grew up with Scooby. I knew Scooby Doo before I knew Back to the Future. Well, the Back yes. to the Future car always had like the I don't know, the dashboard was always really, really cool and I really yeah. enjoyed it. I like yeah. I like that car. The time circuits, it's got a flux capacitor. Yes, I love that car. But did you just say that you have to take away the time travel? Yeah, it doesn't can't so actually time so travel. So it's just a regular it's just car. Looks, yeah. Then it's just a regular car. I would still drive the heck out of that thing. Okay, uh, to be fair, we were going uh, we were going out the other night and uh, Lise Mati was with us and we saw this car show that was happening mm-hmm. and we we pulled over just to check out the cars because they were all like novelty themed cars and they did have a van that was tricked out like the mystery machine yes and it was pretty rad i'm not gonna lie it was it was actually quite cool you could realistically get the mystery machine yeah I mean, you can realistically you can get lots, the DeLorean, plural. but like, yeah. how expensive is that gonna uh, be? Yeah. I'm broke. Well, you know what? <laughs> Same. <laughs> Just <laughs> like the Scooby Doo <laughs> gang. Drive there around we go. a big green boxy van that smells like Subway sandwiches and weed. I gotta edit that. Okay. <laughs> oh well. Uh, so, all right. Well, you know what? The people, the people will vote, and they can uh, they can do that by going to the Nerd of God Squad on Facebook, and that poll will be up at the time this episode comes out. So you can vote. Let us know what you think will be the best ride ever. And uh, with that. Uh, we're going to get into our, our talk tonight because that's a tough decision right there. Like I, I, I thought it was kind of an open and shut deal, but clearly 
That's a tough one to kind of kind of battle out there. Life is filled with tough choices. Ain't that the truth? Like what you're gonna <laughs> eat after the show? Like what we're gonna eat after the show? Did we make a decision on that? Like I thought it was Denny's or IHOP. IHOP. Bump Denny's. Never IHOP. Bump Denny's. Wait, no. What? Oh, never no. Denny's. Never Denny's. Always Denny's. Denny's is ghetto IHOP. No, 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 no. Correct. No. I'm with Charlotte on this one. My Thank girl. you. <laughs> All right, really I'm, I need you guys to five. choose low high, low five, or high five. <laughs> Life is filled with tough choices, we ladies. We can't decide, <laughs> but we can decide that IHOP is superior to Denny's. Correct. Uh, wow. I don't Correct. know. Denny's Correct. has satisfied many very, very late nights. So the, I think Liz and I on on one side of the table here are very unified in our Denny's. So this Denny's that's over here, the one that's close to us, and there's an IHOP across the street from it. I have never had a good experience in that IHOP, but that I Denny's I've never been to that IHOP. Slamming is slamming, grand slamming. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but we have special flavored syrups. Yeah, listen. Facts. If your food, syrup is if superior. your food is so crappy that you got to put boysenberry syrup on it to it's redeem not, it, no, no, it, it elevates. It is not crappy. The already <laughs> wonderful food. They have crepes. Imagine have having. Crepes. Imagine crepes, having crepes are just are just pancakes that are afraid to commit. No, <laughs> they're deliciously stuffed pancakes that you can stuff with anything you All want. Right. You imagine having crappy <laughs> pancakes that you have to flavor it with. Even though they're so bad. That even the French more. named them crappy. No, I'll fight you. Uh, I have this goat. You know what? Here's the deal. Any any place that wants to put pancakes in my mouth hole, I'm okay with. Fair. Uh, but other than IHOP versus Denny's, uh, Denny's is better. Uh, we <laughs> six ninety nine for all you can eat breakfast at is this Denny's. Is Denny's sponsoring this or something? Denny's, Denny's not a sponsor. <laughs> Six ninety six ninety nine for all you can eat pancakes, hash browns, and cheesy eggs at this Denny's over here. All Listen. you can eat is wasted on me. Yeah, Same. maybe. You weigh 85 Same. pounds. I get it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So maybe that's the deciding factor. Life is filled, nonetheless, with very tough choices. Yes. We could go get tacos. We could leave mm. the, the Denny's of, of the world behind. Um, so I want to ask you this. What do you think some of the toughest choices in life are? I went to, to this website, psychologytoday.com, and they broke it down into to, to eight categories Ooh. of difficult choices. So I, I'm going to name the category and then see if you can kind of guess what some of the tough choices in that category might be. Uh, the number one thing that people have uh, that declare as maybe one of the most difficult choices is the area of career so what mm -hmm. are some of the tough choices in that area maybe deciding like what you want to do with your life yeah that is that to is me, the, that's question. the number one yeah. like question decision in my life is what do I want to do yeah, yeah. that's why grown-ups are always asking little kids what they want to be when they grow up because they're looking for ideas, ideas. They need ideas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so so uh, what job they want to do mm -hmm. um, any other like like career College path. College path. So that would yeah, be, that's uh, what I was thinking. So number two is education. So yeah. we'll, we'll jump ahead of that. But yeah, definitely choosing, do I want to pursue a degree or mm -hmm. not? More and more now, people are, are not seeing college as a vital and essential career choice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, where where you want to go and study. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, do I want to go to the fancy state school? Uh, am I pushing for Ivy League? Am I going to go to community college? money. <laughs> um, may, a major. Jackie has changed her major 47 times. I have not. I technically only had it the once. I just took forever to get it kind of done. Um, I have my associates, so I at least finished that part of the degree, but I decided afterwards that doing the rest of it was not what God wanted for me. But then you stopped in the middle and went to a second school to get a different certification. Oh, yeah, I know that. That was... I was supposed to do those both at the same time, and then... So Jackie was going to get an, a, 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 a degree in education, mm -hmm. in music education. Mm -hmm. She stopped. She went and got a degree uh, in, in like clinical massage therapy or something like Correct. that. Ooh. And then she stopped, and she went and got a degree in like animal husbandry and forest rangering yep, and a, a TV, wow. TV VCR repair, refrigeration <laughs> repair. I mean, Jackie, she did all of the I'm things. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. <laughs> Uh, so uh, education is a tough one. Going going back to career, um, what what you want to do if you if you're going to quit? You yeah. know they say now people they don't just go and get a job at the factory out of high school, right? Nope. Like there's so many times that people will change their not just locations of where they work, but the entire mm -hmm. career the field, yep. yeah, the whole field. Um, are you in the job that you're going to be doing for the rest of your life right now? Probably not. I would like to think that I am, but realistically, I have no idea. Listen, you you just happy birthday by the way. Thank you. Just turned nineteen years old. Yeah, I did. Uh, what a baby. And and baby. so and you're doing something that you're just very passionate baby. about. Baby. But think about it that you, you could be doing this for the next fifty years. 
I would love that. If I could keep this job, if I, which I hopefully can keep this job until I retire, that would be amazing. Yeah. Because I love what I do. But you got to mm-hmm. figure out a way to keep keep it evolving. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so it it can get um, a little mundane, and I have to spice it up a little bit sometimes. Spice it. Yeah. Spice it up. Wow, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Some of the other things are um, starting a new job or position, uh, whether to op- start a new business. Mm, you know, yeah. one, one day you might decide, hey, do I want to work for somebody for the rest of my life or do I want to start my own business? Mm-hmm. Um, some people, the military is an option that they mm-hmm. have to choose. Uh, when or, when to retire or yeah, to not mm-hmm. retire. Um, I would like to retire by the time I'm 35. <laughs> but since that was 10 years ago, I don't see, <laughs> I don't see it actually happening. Uh, family is another category of big decisions. What are yeah. some big family decisions? Do we want to have kids? Do we want to have kids? Do we want to like, get married? Like we, like you and me? No. Okay. Like, <laughs> Do we want to have kids? Do we want to get married? Get married. Do we want to live? with yeah. our family oh, or do, do we, we want to do we want to live <laughs> do no. we want to live do we want to get married do we want to have kids and then afterwards <laughs> do we want do to we want to go on no is it worth it is it worth it at all so like for my family majority of my mom's family lives like local close, yeah. in tampa mm-hmm. but my mom's sister lives in cleveland tennessee mm-hmm. she and said so i'm gonna get as big far decision. away as humanly possible seriously like, and so you know the the decision of yeah. distance yeah. yeah that's yeah. that's a good one yeah so my mom uh she sold her house uh, a couple of years ago and she went and moved in with my sister to take care of my sister's uh children when when scotty my sister decided to just have like nine babies at once <laughs> and then my other sister who lived up in charlotte north carolina she moved up there to take care when when she just dropped uh, a litter and then and now she's back because we're all kind of back in the same area. My my sister in Charlotte, her husband just got a job here in Orlando, so they just that. moved back, which I'm very excited to have all my family kind of back in the same yeah. uh, time zone and whatnot. So so now that we're all kind of back together, my mom is like, well, I might just kind of bounce back and forth from everybody's house. So I might spend a couple months living here, a couple months living here, a couple months living with you, and I'm going well. <laughs> I love no no I love my mom that's great right. but that's a decision that like I need to have with the rest of my mm-hmm. family correct because yes. right? <laughs> um you know like it, you know a little goes a long way sometimes right mm-hmm. it's not it's not a knock on my mom at all when she oh, no. when my mom shows up my laundry gets done and pancakes get made and I think y'all know how I feel about pancakes mm-hmm. right so like you know it's it's not a bad thing but you know you, you but that is a conversation to be had about that you know family moving in moving out uh, simple little thing Jackie you just uh you just made a family decision you you decided to expand your family not by having a baby but by purchasing yeah, that puppy's not a thing now. Oh, you killed the puppy? No. What happened? We got, so this is a sad story time. Oh my gosh. Oh, um, oh no. I didn't know. No, that's okay. Um, So Mike and I, my boyfriend and I, drove out to Dundee, Florida, about an hour's drive from here, that's ready to get I the live. dog. Um, we had all the supplies. We did all the things. We get there. Mike gets to hold Sylvie, and we're looking over the paperwork. And there was an extra zero added <gasps> on. No. So instead of being 500, she was 5,000. Stop it. They didn't tell you that? Oh no, when I when we when we went to go see her, um, I clarified with, with the guy, was it gonna be 300 or 500? Because when we were talking before, that was the price range he said, and he responded with five. So my brain was 500, right? right. Yeah. Mike heard it. He was there. Mike's very much aware of finances. He is, he is a very frugal man. He likes to save his money, so he's going to be aware of something like that, even right. though I'm the one paying for it, because it was a gift for him. Um, so we take a step outside to discuss it, because the guy was willing to give us payments for it, but Mike and I both agreed that we, just on principle, could not feasibly like responsibly make that decision and get her so we had to wow. walk away wow that wow. sucks yeah so it was very heartbreaking he didn't even apologize for it so like part oh. of me is like how do you how just how so you want to talk mm-hmm. about making the tough choices here yeah that it was it was oh, a tough and easy decision at the same time it yeah. was more heartbreaking than anything because mike is not the kind of person who likes to get his hopes up about things 
And so that entire drive home, we drove in silence. And Mike wow. is the kind of person, he always has music on. There's always like something going in the background. And it was just heartbreaking. We spent the rest of the day returning everything that we could. And I mean, he's still, wow. he's still kind of recovering from it. Like at this point, he's like, I don't want a dog. And that's really heartbreaking for me to hear because like the dog was supposed to be like a help for him because he works from home and he's by himself all the time. Not all the time because like obviously I get there, but like having something else there with him to like take care of and get him out of the house and moving. That was like supposed to be my gift for him and it was going to be his dream dog. Like he literally had her in his hands. Oh my God. I hate this story so much. Yeah. No, me too. I'm like, it, (sighs) yeah. So I'm so sorry. Yeah, it'll it, it will be okay. It's definitely a lot better now, but when it was very fresh, it was really really tough. So wow. that was a tough decision we had to make together as a couple of we need to be responsible with our money and also just on principle, like screw you for adding that extra zero. Yeah. Like you that's tell ridiculous. me, I clarified I should have gotten it in writing, and that's a lesson I had to learn the hard yeah. way. But I figured, oh, I've worked with him before. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. If they'd have added an extra zero to my son, I'd have been like, put that thing back where it came from. Or so help, help me. Or so help me. <laughs> yeah. So now cut. Yeah. It was. And, Which and, his mom would not have appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I literally told Mike before we walked in, I'm like, let me handle it. Don't oh, say anything. That's heartbreaking, Jackie. Yeah. Never tell that story I'm again. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Never tell that story again. Yeah. It'll be okay. But that was, that's a tough choice. Because it was. That is a you could be, you want to know why it was a tough choice? Because you named it. Yeah. That was that's that. We had pictures. We got to. I know. I saw it. You already like started creating memories. Right now, right now, we were making the Nerd of God Squad. Right now is doing like a GoFundMe to buy Mike his dog. Oh my god! I wouldn't be mad at it, but. (laughs) Well, the next the the next thing is those financial decisions. Yeah, and that those are the tough ones right now. You know, especially in these days. Like right now, my house. We bought our house a couple years ago, like six years ago, and the value of our house because of what houses go for have gone through the roof. I could sell my house right now and make bank, Mm -hmm. but then where would I live? (laughs) Because everything else is expensive. I'd be living in a van down Down by by the the river. river. That's right. Uh, So to buy a home or not is is a big Mm -hmm. big thing, you know, or to sell your home, to to buy anything, to buy a dog. That's a big financial decision, right? Changes your life. Yeah. you know, to to create a budget. Are you guys budget people, or yes. are you just yes. like hands yes. down? Yes, I, I wish am. that I could be a budget person. I would love to just have this beautiful budget that's just perfect, but it would have to be percentages because I don't like my pay varies. Mm. Yeah, and I'm just not math. I am no. not math, <laughs> and so then it all gets messed up. But yeah. you know what? I'll I'll get there. Yeah, I can yeah. make you an Excel spreadsheet. There we go, Nick. Hey. I would love that. Excel Nick, is the great. accountant, is is up in the house. Uh, the next year relationships mm. Mm. you know oh mm. <laughs> you okay yeah i'm great <laughs> i'm so sorry did i did i just <laughs> touch in there charlotte is there somebody you're sweet on no i no. can hey i can way back way back way back just oh. bringing back memories oh, i'm so sorry uh, it's all good it's valid. yeah it's all good. so we'll start with beginning a non-romantic relationship <laughs> you know like making friends it takes do, it takes do i want to be friends with you do i want <laughs> yes listen that's Absol- a big deal that is absolutely that's a big deal. absolutely these are the hard questions right like do i want to like i will get facebook friend requests mm-hmm. and i'll look at it long and hard now Mm, you gotta like, contemplate do, that. Do I want their stuff on my feed? Do I want to see it? Yeah, do I want to see your face? Do I want to read about your day and what you had for lunch for the rest of my life? <laughs> do I still want to be friends with you? That's yeah. a that's a tough one. That's, mm, that's yeah, really the, hard. The, so mm. there's there's you know I can't tell the story. I'm not gonna tell. <laughs> I will not tell the story. Uh, but there are some people that is just like if I had a magic portal and I could just push you into it and you would come out somewhere else. I would push you through that Push? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not very many of those people, but some of them are out there. So romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, if when you have the choice. Man, Charlotte, you are 19 years old. You don't need to be thinking about this kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, all, boy, all boys are pigs. Yes, um, cooties. Smack them all. Stay away from them all. Uh, and then one day, you've got to choose whether or not you're going to get married. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I feel like I should just not respond anymore. <laughs> Here's what I'll tell you about getting married. Um, some decisions you should make as slow as possible. Yes, yes. Because if you make the decision slow, uh, then you're going to probably make it better than if you make it fast. Uh, and if you make it fast, uh, it, 
it's just remember you got to make decisions on the way in and you got to make decisions on the way out mm-hmm. so just make good decisions uh the, the better you take it on the way in the the easier it'll be uh, after the fact um there's there, there's other things on here not all of this is written from a uh, a christian perspective but uh so we'll skip that but honestly like, like let's be real let's just say you're in a relationship and um you're you're uh, you have to decide what your boundaries are mm-hmm. in a relationship mm-hmm. you know what is appropriate for a young man or woman of god to um uh, permit in their uh, romantic time and, and stuff. And uh, I mean, honestly, without going into too much detail, those are boundaries that you really need to be intentional about setting because if you mm-hmm. don't set them, they will set on you. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, relocation, the places that you live, you know, I, I'm not a mover. I, I no. like where I'm at. I don't like looking for other places. Like moving to me is not a joyful thing. Some people love moving. I hate moving. It's yeah. the worst. Moving sucks. There was a time when Charlotte was going to church out in Dundee, Florida, you know, she's living, <laughs> living out there. And then she decided, I'm going to go to church an hour away for fun. Uh, for funsies. For funsies. Why and not? She made that choice, and I'm glad that she did. Uh, if you had to move to another state, what, would, what other state would you live in? Tennessee. Always Tennessee. Does it have to be a state? Ooh, what else okay. would it be? Uh, I want continent. to live in Japan. Okay, so let's start with the state. There's no other state I'm interested in. No? No. Not even like <laughs> said, no, Texas? USA. No. 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 Georgia? No, absolutely not. Too close. Tennessee. You go to Tennessee with Charlotte. I've been to Tennessee. I like it. But you know what? Like, I love Florida. All right. You go to Miami. That's a different state. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Jackie, you got another state you would live in? I mean, I don't know about living because for me, thinking about moving to another state would also mean leaving my family. Mm. Right. And that's like a hard decision. Like my family's not super great at communicating to begin with. And we already live kind of close to each other. So you add like states between us. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, this is fine. Yeah. I'm more so for visiting because I, I was I'm born and raised in Florida. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a unicorn. I was born and raised in Orlando and I stayed here. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Most yeah. of us leave. Yeah. Um, South Carolina, maybe because I've been there. I do love South Carolina. I quite a there. few times yeah. before. So and I really enjoyed it. So if I had to choose a place to move to, maybe South Carolina. But yeah. I do I, like South Carolina. Too. I went. We went to South Carolina at the end of last year, and I did get a little. I got a little homesick. Not yeah. gonna lie, got a little, little homesick yeah. for the uh, for uh, for South Carolina. I but, just uh, think of the running W Ranch. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee is is uh, is my home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born there, so I'm going to Tennessee with Charlotte. There you go. Um, self destruction is the next category. Whether or not you'll do something, that, things that you know are wrong, but you have to choose whether I'm going to commit a crime or not. Uh, well, yes, decisions I make often. <laughs> I too want you to commit crimes you all the time. Download a car, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I mean, there's little things. Uh, you know, w- w- are you going to, you know, steal that gum? Are you going to steal someone's Netflix account? You know, like whatever. I mean, whatever. Oh, now, oh, now everyone feels a little convicted, um, right? No, I'm just yeah. thinking back to something this past Shari- week. Sharing, yeah, I sharing Netflix account passwords is technically stealing. Oh, Charlotte, you can't hide behind the pop filter there. <laughs> uh, makes, me, makes me think of something I did yet. Yesterday. Uh oh. If wait, 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 wait. This and should you, we like put a uh, disclaimer <laughs> out? This is all admissible as evidence. If and I don't want to. I'm not going to court for you or anybody. Uh, Self harm. You know, that's that's a thing that there's there's a choice there. You know, mm-hmm. to, yeah. To, yeah. to start something that could potentially be an addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Or, or not. And then uh, the last area is self development. Mm-hmm. Um, the quitting an addiction would be good travel uh, or a holiday mm-hmm. um, religion and spirituality a philosophy or ideology changing your physical appearance um, <laughs> sorry getting... I'm laughing at hair color because that's where my brain went to Yeah, I made that decision often absolutely not where my hair went <laughs> my, my mind went to I have no hair um, <laughs> I miss my purple hair Disney let me have it back I miss my purple hair we can be purple hair buddies I miss, please I miss both y'all's purple hair delightful um, i'm actually dyeing my hair red in like two weeks <gasps> nice. please oh my gosh i'm so like ready. ariel can yeah. i just live like vicariously through you i love that <laughs> I will, tony's like mm. i'll look back at old pictures and um it's it's like uh, 
based on whatever color or length Jackie's hair is. It's almost like the rings of a tree. Basically. I know, and I'm like, oh, I forgot Jackie had black hair. Oh, I forgot Jackie had silver hair. Oh, I forgot Jackie had purple hair. Oh, I forgot Jackie had, you know, just like go all, <laughs> just all, the, all the way back. Yeah. That is so awesome. Yeah. I miss um, it. And then, you know, hobbies or sports or, or things like that, learning a new skill, so self-development. We make big choices all the time. Um, in certain phases of our lives, some of the choices become a little bit more uh, prevalent. You know, during you know the teen and preteen years, you're kind of deciding what you want to do educationally. That's a big uh, part of, of what you're going through. Where am I going to go to school? What am I going to do for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when you graduate, you know, you kind of face more career decisions, mm-hmm. right? So you're, you're dealing with those kind of things. As you get into adulthood, kind of past your schooling, um, relationships uh, sort of become the big thing family decisions are we gonna you know have kids are we gonna you know buy a ridiculously expensive dog whatever the thing that you you know you get into as an adult and then as you get a little bit older even uh, and you have a little more discretionary funds then you deal more with financial decisions how am I going to invest my money what am I going to purchase you know am I gonna get a boat or am I gonna get it no I'm not I'm too broke for a boat boats. what is an example of a tough choice that you've had to make recently um, I made a really tough choice in August of 2020. Okay. One. Yes. <laughs> um, I had to decide between going into a full-time ministry program or continuing to pursue my photography career. Okay. And it was a huge, huge decision that mm-hmm. I had about three weeks to make. Wow. Mm. And it was a very stressful time in my life. Many tears. Um, lots of driving in the car and listening to Maverick City and just sobbing and praying <laughs> and trying to figure out what I was going to do. Um, because I, I don't know, I really felt like this ministry program was, was what I wanted to do. But something in me was just like, no, that's not... There was always that little piece of me that was like, you really need to do photography. Like, this is this is what you should be doing. This is what you're going to be doing for the next 50 years. For the next years. 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, ultimately, I decided to pursue my photography career. And had I not done that, had I chosen the ministry program, I would not be at Sanctuary Church Longwood. So I feel like it, it was the right decision. Or here yeah. today. Or Yeah, here, right yeah, now. Squad, I so- would be in debt. so everybody thank you charlotte for making the right choice (laughs) have you guys ladies have you made any tough decisions recently yeah two weeks ago actually no three weeks ago so back in 2020 um this is but way before the lord saved me back um i was going to go to japan for an internship and i was going to be gone for six months and i put down a deposit and I was going to go, but of course, COVID happened yeah. and Japan closed their borders. Sure. So fast forward, you know, God saves me. I leave. Da, da, da. I'm working at a company right now that is a Christian company that I have prayed to be in. And I am. Thank you, Jesus. But three weeks ago, the lady who was in charge of the Japanese internships emailed me saying that, congratulations like you know japan opened up their borders um if you you don't have to pay a deposit anymore because you already did it oh wow but if you act right now like in the next week we can get you an extra three months whoa what and you can leave um it was like august so a nine month internship in japan and i was like oh my gosh like i started praying i'm like lord you know i want to go to japan you know that this is my dream i've been studying japanese i really want to go and and i started praying for it Mm -hmm. and at the same time a few weeks before that i was already praying for a raise at my job Mm -hmm. and i was like if i don't get that raise i'm leaving because you know it's it's tough out here in the streets. Live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's tough out here in the streets. Living, man. So, so it's like, okay, I either get my raise or I go to Japan. So two weeks later, things happen, personal in my life. And literally the next day, I get a call from my supervisor. And she's like, 
Liz, we have to talk. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And she sounded so stern. Like, what did I do wrong? So, yeah. yeah. And she's Ukrainian. So she has like that stern voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Liz, you know, we have to talk. Um, it's about your performance and your job <gasps> and your work ethic. Oh, <gasps> anxiety. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. I'm going to Japan. <laughs> 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 so then she's like, I was like, is this bad? And she's like, no. She's, she was like, she's like, well, you take it as it is. And I'm like, oh, gosh. And she's like, well, we have monitored your work ethic and we have monitored how you are working independently. And we want to go ahead and offer you the raise that you asked for. Hey. Oh, that's amazing. And I was like, OK, God, I guess you want me to stay here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to turn down the Japanese internship. Mm-hmm. And tell them I cannot leave because I guess God still wants me here. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm hoping next year some it's a different story. Yeah. But it was so hard because it's For like sure. the dream come true is in yeah. like your face. Mm-hmm. But then God's like, no, mm-hmm. trust me, you yeah. want to stay here. Yeah. So, That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're still here. I am also glad that you're still here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's really incredible, though. Isn't that funny how that all works out? God always has perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. perfect timing. Jackie, any tough decisions for you? I mean, other Please, than nothing, the do, sad nothing. Dog oh, yeah. One. No, no, no more sad stories. I can't, I can't handle that. <laughs> Uh, man, yeah, you know, like God will put these moments in your lives and your stories where you have to make these tough decisions. And boy, they are just gut-wrenching and they're so difficult. But I'm grateful that when we have to make tough decisions that God is with us and that he leads us. You know, we we can trust in him with all our hearts, like the Bible says, and, mm-hmm. and not lean onto our own understanding. Because sometimes, have you had those inner dialogue moments where you're like, what do I do? And then you think and you over-rationalize things. Oh, yeah. You overthink yeah. it. Oh, my gosh. All the yes. dang time. It's almost like when you say a word over and over again and it stops sounding like a word. It's like... Bowl. <laughs> like lettuce. Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, but you know, it's like how, how do you how do you know when you've overthought it? And it's like, and now I'm just it's it's just me and my own mind grapes here. And uh, <laughs> but but the Lord says we don't have to lean on our own understanding. We can trust in Him, and, and He'll direct our path. The Bible says in Proverbs sixteen nine that the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Mm-hmm. And when I'm making tough decisions, the the one thing I always want to do is first and foremost, does it line up with the Word of God? Does mm-hmm. it line up with the will and the character of God and His plan for for my life? Because if it doesn't, you can eliminate fifty percent of bad choices right there just by oh, yeah. saying, well, well, do I want to try methamphetamines? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> So if you, I just immediately eliminated fifty percent of wrong choices right there. Um, you know, you know, but then, but then that obedience of praying and asking God and listening, mm. listening for God to leave, watching for for His hand to work in our lives, and knowing and trusting that God does care about the things that matter to us, and God does want to answer those those needs in our lives. You know, uh, there is free will. Mm-hmm. We have the power and the ability to make our own choices. If there wasn't, there would be no bad choices. God would just be like, you do this, you do this, you do this. But the the story that we're involved in right now with the gospel and with the fall of man, but then God comes and sends his son is all kind of based and contingent upon they made a choice. And, and in the Garden of Eden, they made a bad choice. And uh, there are some branches of theology that believe that there's like um that all people are, you know, you're either predestined or you're not predestined, that your choice is inconsequential, that God has either elected you or not elected you. And I understand that, that idea of theology, but the idea is we still have responsibility for our choices, accountability for it. If you choose to reject God, you can't say, I'm only rejecting God because God made me reject him. You have to be responsible for those things. And all of the choices that we make in our lives, we can either make wise choices we can walk in wisdom. We can walk in the uh, fear and admonition of the Lord. We can walk in the, in the, the counsel of Scripture and of our spiritual leaders. Or we can just run wild and run random and see what we can do and hope that we just don't walk into a wall. But um, but walking blind and, and being reckless is a, is a quick way to get into a wreck. Mm-hmm. It really just kind of started with me uh, looking at the Scripture. I was thinking about the the, the rich young ruler uh, mm-hmm. in, in the story of the Gospels. I think it's in, it's in Mark... Um, 10 on my notes here. Mark 10, and, and the guy's like, hey, what do I have to do to do this? I've done all these things. I've followed all the rules. I'm, I'm great. And Jesus said, fantastic. Go sell all your stuff uh, and then come, you know, go give it to the poor and then come follow after me, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, ah, uh, and he left really upset because he had a choice to make. Mm-hmm. 
a choice to make of whether I was going to uh, follow God mm -hmm. or whether I'm just going to embrace the identity of who I am mm -hmm. by what I have. And um, The Bible never tells us what he chose, yeah. but it definitely implies that he chose poorly. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I don't want to be uh, somebody reading my story one day and go, ooh. Bad choice. He chose poorly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Deuteronomy 30. 19 and 20, God is telling us, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I've set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice and holding fast to him. For he is your life and length of days that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give them. God has put choices in front of us and we can make good ones or we can make Kaka ones. Kaka. And, that one's uh, for Liz. <laughs> and uh, make good choices because good choices, as Liz Mari always says, make good choices. Um, good choices come with good rewards. Yeah. And mm -hmm. bad choices, well, they come with bad. Come with Kaka choices. <clears throat> yeah. So let us know some of the choices that you've made in your life. We would love to keep this conversation going across all of our social medias and uh, keep us in the loop. Well, we have reached the end of our time today for the first part of this episode. But for part two, we are going to be exercising some of our choices uh, by playing a little bit of a game. When I was a kid, I had these books. When I would go to the bookstore, one of the favorite sections that I had in the children's section was a series of books called Choose Your Own Adventure. Yes. Yes. I oh, love Choose Your Own Adventure. Those were my favorite books. Choose Your Own Adventure books. Would, if you're unfamiliar with them, they would set up a story. And then after they gave the brief exposition, they would say and all right you're in a cave now uh in in some excavation and you hear a noise coming from deep within the cave you can either follow the path of the cave down to explore the noise or you can climb up the rope ladder and see if you can get a better view if gosh you, those were such fun books they were yeah. so much fun yeah yeah and you could say oh, if you if you do this turn to page 12 if you do this turn to page 87 and you would literally <laughs> be flipping through the book and every time that you made a choice it would take you to it the, the story would branch off in another way. And it was a great, amazing literary experience for a child to not only be reading, but also to be empowered. So mm -hmm. it was fun. We are going to be doing a Choose Your Own Adventure game tonight yes. called The War with the Evil Power Master. <laughs> and uh, that is going to be the, the next part of this episode. So make sure that you tune in for that in part two of tonight's episode, Make Good Choices. Until then, for the Nerd of Godcast... Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Charlotte the Intern. Bye, friends. And Liz. Adios. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm Tony D. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But, but we, we can't, can't stay, stay here. We can't stay here. Last that Airbender. means nothing. Grown men watch My Little Pony. This is true. Hey, but bronies, we don't talk about. We don't. This. We don't knock the bronies. We don't talk about bronies. No, no, no. Correct. We don't talk about Correct. bronies. Correct. Correct. <laughs>